hello friends. This is an Apple Music interview version of the world-famous Emo Dad podcast. What does this mean? No music. Why? Apple doesn't let us play songs. Does it sound a bit weird when we introduce a song and nothing happens? Nah. But, you know, you still get the conversation and all the good times. For the full version, switch on over to Spotify and search Emo Dad. Thanks and enjoy the episode. Any any luck? Ah. Any luck at all? Oh. Yeah, no? Oh, there we go. Oh, so you or me? I can hear you now. Oh, that's good. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you fine. Yes. Um do 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 do. Live Oh, live. Oh, yeah, I forgot you do this sockless. Pin sexy times. I like Brandon Boyd. You're like what? Brandon Boyd. The lead singer of Incubus. Yeah. Purveyor of um, whale-based art. That's the one. Um, What other Brandon Boyd facts do we know? Followed me on Instagram for a bit. That's real. Yeah. Nice. I didn't want to check again. In ca- what have you got? What are you holding? AirPods, new professional ones. Oh, yeah. What do you ones think of them? like block out outside sound. Yeah. And now I don't know whether I want it blocked or not blocked. I have it unblocked because otherwise I don't. I can't hear myself. Yeah, that. So when I'm on calls, I have it unblocked. Yeah, I think that's better. Still feels, Just, still sounds weird. My, do I sound okay? You sound fine, yeah. It's definitely coming out your microphone. It's all normal, normal, normal and stuff. Um, there you go. That's better. I can hear myself better now. Just log it. The thing I don't like about this new setup I've got with using my work computer is like I have to log into the notes through a browser and I am not confident. <laughs> what, that it'll work or? Yeah, and well, no, what it does is it randomly like times out and the notes disappear, <laughs> which is totally um, not scary. Not scary at all. I just um... copy and paste them into a Word doc. Copying and pasting them into Word. <laughs> why? Why are you shaking your head? This is good. We're solving. We're solving problems live on the ten-minute preview. We should call this little section like the green room or something, right? Because it's like. It's, it's like the 10 minutes that you and I sit here not knowing what we're doing. <laughs> Fiddling. Fiddling. Fiddling, mucking about. I feel like that's exciting content for nobody. But, you know, you know <laughs> we'll how like, anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know how like the extra podcast content they always give you in shows is always absolute trash. Yeah. <laughs> this could be... um. <laughs> Like subscribers only, um, whatever it's called. Yeah, listening to Buck and Rico get really confused about tech, sneeze, cough, 
um, fiddle with their chairs, like generally not really pay attention, open beers, get all their settings wrong, you know, all that kind of stuff. Hello friends, welcome back to by far the most chaotic interview we've ever recorded. My name is James. My name is Matt. And this is Really Big Shrimp by Carly Cosgrove. <laughs> <laughs> well done. You got Thanks. there at the end. What happened is, when I introduced the band, my brain hemorrhaged. It literally just stopped. I just stopped talking. Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome you to the madness. Um, I'm not sure what's going on today. There's something, something in the air, something in the ether. Um, it's mainly my fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally just sitting there drinking beer. Yeah. Um, so we would. So later on in this spectacular episode, you're about to hear from the wonderful Carly Cosgrove. Uh, hilarious, wonderful, talented, creative band. Um, we there was something in the air, something in the water. Uh, maybe the stars were aligning. Maybe some sort of planet was in retrograde, or the like. The crazy moon was passing through my natal chart. <laughs> but um, we got a bit nuts with the notes, didn't we? Well, I say we. I the, the notes <laughs> the the notes were abandoned. Um, what no? So the notes were the workings. Uh, there of was a, a lot of notes. There was a lot of notes. Yeah, workings of a madman. Yeah, or mad men. We should yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I slightly responsible, and then we would, and this was this perfectly acceptable and fine, but we were kind of caught off guard when they said that they had an hour. Yeah. Um, well, by which point we'd already taken up five minutes talking nonsense. Yeah. The, n not even relevant to anything. Yeah, it's not there. It's it's like it's totally fair. We uh, because we're very professional. We never really state an end date, the time for our interviews, do we? In the setup with, well, with the guests. I don't know. Maybe I'm responsible. I think. No, don't blame yourself, think, man. It's never no, happened before. <laughs> I think when I ask people, I casually say, like, maybe you can spare an hour. But that's like, in my mind, it's just like, not like a real hour. <laughs> <laughs> just like a saying, you know, just like a saying. You spare an hour? But it's not so, really an hour. So for them, it was an hour. For them, yeah, I mean, good, fair Which play. Which is fine. Fair play. Uh, however, we panicked. We panicked. <laughs> and we went into the section of the notes that was called optional. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> you, you ignored all the like the firm, solid questions and just went to the, the optional, let's use this if we have time section. Yes. Yes, I did. I went, I went straight there. I'll tell you why. 
I was feeling an ed- like I was feeling like that was acceptable from the energy from the energy that the energies were telling me that that's what we should do. So to be honest, a huge chunk of this interview is taken up with doing a live run through of two episodes of Nickelodeon shows. <laughs> and also, um, friend of the podcast and hero, Norman Brannan. Yep. told us when he interviews people yeah. he doesn't give a fuck about the music he wants yeah. to know about the people yeah i wanted to know about the tv shows not sure we achieved that <laughs> no nope but it you nope. know it was different the other tip that friend of the podcast and all-round legend norman norman brennan told us was sharp yeah you failed on that one today I still i don't i don't quite understand how to tell him that that's not on brand for James. It's not it's not a strength for old Rico. Um I think at one point I like actually told you to shut up. Yeah you did. (laughs) You absolutely did. I was about to go off on a tangent about two string bass bass guitar hybrids. I I, I had to nip it in the bud. You you really did. Because I I would have I mean like but it's his fault. He mentioned one of our specialist subjects. Um, anyway, <laughs> you can actually just listen to the interview now. Um, it, it is chaotic, but <laughs> hopefully it's a good time. And also, let's be honest, I'm assuming it's not your first time here. This is pretty much how, how we roll. Uh, well, yeah, it was a fun chat. Just, just, uh, just different. Yeah. Um, do you have a song, sir, that you would like to go into the interview with? Yeah. Why don't we play um, mm. Sit and Bounce, the first song off the album See You in Chemistry. What did we say? If I do, I'm going to do 45 minutes, and that means we know what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. And then Sounds we can good. like time cool. out, have a little wind down. Like you would in a, I don't know, a spin class. Never done one, but I'm assuming <laughs> that's what you do. Also, never um, done one. I have done one spin class. In my oh, tell me, tell me about your spin class experience. I was in middle school. I don't remember it. No, that doesn't count. No, no. <laughs> that's James, not a we, thing. We, James. We can't waste our hour with these guys talking oh, about spin classes. Sorry, sorry. That's exactly <laughs> what we thought we were talking about. Yeah, actually, I, I was so. ready. To talk about how in middle school I went to like my mom's gym, and you don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember it. Your your mom had a gym? No, she was an attendee no, no. of the gym. She was an attendee of the gym. Good. <laughs> Just check in, because like I mean, it's important to know. Like I've never met a mom who owns a gym. There must be plenty of them, but sure, sure. Um, okay. This is literally how we do most of our interviews. Welcome to Great. the Emo Dad Podcast, Carly Crossgrove. What we're going to do, if it's okay with you guys, is introduce yourselves one by one so the listeners can learn, hear sounds of voices, and then they'll know what's going on. So shall we start with Lucas, who's left of my screen? Hi, I'm Lucas. I sing and play guitar in Carly Cosgrove. Hi, I'm Tyler. I play drums. I'm Helen. I play bass. Amazing. Welcome, Welcome to the fun and games. Um, We're going to start the interview the way we always do, which is to ask you, uh, what is your earliest memory of music? And we'll go the same order we just went. 
I remember. I have two. My mom had a Sarah McLachlan CD. I remember falling asleep to the song In the Arms of the Angels <laughs> in the car. Which Amazing. Is, this, and this is, this is pre-meme. This is pre-meme. Okay. I was like, okay. what, two or three years old? And then there's a museum in Philadelphia called the Franklin Institute. And they had a music exhibit. And I, I remember like, it was effectively like a drum sort of whack-a-mole sort of situation. And I remember at three, like, kind of bopping around on that. There's a picture of it somewhere, too. But that's my, I think those are my earliest musical memories. I love that. Okay, let's keep it going. Um, I'm not sure, like, my, like, first music memory, but I know a lot of, um, like, my current taste is dictated just, like, music I listen to, um, like, driving around with my parents as a kid. Um, I know my dad was really into Bowie, um, and that's still one of my favorite artists today. So I'd probably say like, uh, yeah, like listening to the music my parents listened to, honestly, when I was you know younger. Okay, so we've got Bowie. Was there anything else that stuck out for you? Um, I mean, he listened to like all kinds of stuff, but specifically Bowie was one of his favorite artists, um, which is now one of my favorite artists. Okay, and then what, what car would you be driving around in? I'd love um, to paint a picture for the listeners sure. if I can. <laughs> I think what he had, he had like a like a blue Honda sedan. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. And was it like, were we cassette or CD? This is probably CD at this point. Oh, you I'm guys are so young. Probably CD. So old. All right, wicked. Love that. Absolutely love that. <laughs> Very excited. Is it wasn't one of those like? Do you remember that? No, you guys won't remember the cassette that had a lead that went into the CD player, so you could play a CD. Look at you! You're looking at me like I'm literally a cable. <laughs> <My, my laughs> there was car. a thing, right? That existed where I you had a it. yeah. Okay, good. I'm bad at you. Yes. It had you could get your Walkman with your like no skip, like no skip CD Walkman, fifty five uh -huh. hours battery life. Well done, Sony. And it had, there was a cassette and there was like a aux cord. Yeah, I know the lingo that went into the CD <laughs> and you could play a CD through a cassette. Yeah, that's Man, real. I've that's seen a thing that, that exists. I, I know what you're cool. talking about. Crazy. Yeah, like witchcraft. Okay. Yeah, absolute <laughs> witchcraft. Okay. <laughs> um, Helen. Um, I remember when I was very, very little, my mom putting on like always around the house and in the car david burns solo work Amazing. um and i like grew up thinking that every kid my age also was listening to that <laughs> and then like in elementary school being like really surprised nobody knew david burns solo work um okay. and i also remember being very young at my grandparents house we always would watch what was called the lawrence welk show no yes which was like an old people show and they played like polka you and I, Welk? Oh, yeah, it was like my entire childhood was the Lawrence Welk show. <laughs> is, hang, on, hang on. Is this so you say an old people show? Is, yeah. Is, is this live poker? Or no, is this it like, was like a like, pre-recorded like show where they would just play like polka. I, that's what I remember it being. <laughs> okay, great. And it was like it was like something you'd only find on houses that like didn't have like all the channels on their TVs still. 
for some reason. Yes. Yeah. Picture yes. like picture like if Herman's Hermits and similar artists made a like a variety show where it's like super like variety sterile, show, super sterile, a lot of pageantry. Yes, like... it's very campy. Honestly, yeah, campy is a yeah. good word for it. Yeah, I love to use that word. Like yes, me too. Especially pageantry. There should yes. be more pageantry in daily life. That's a general statement. <laughs> and, 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 and very excited for when we have a king next week and they do more pageantry. Hilarious. I'm only here for the pageantry, not the royalty. Um, right. Cool. <laughs> so, um, when did you guys start getting into kind of emo punk, post-hardcore alternative stuff? Or do you not like that at all? And it's just an accident that you play the emo? <laughs> I would say like... <sighs> I mean, it's kind of, I would say like that journey was like a little different for each of us, but okay. I know for me, like I was into a lot of that in high school. Um, that was like the first music that I like started learning on my own outside of like um, just covering like classic rock songs. Um, that was like, yeah, I would say that was the start, like first like drumming inspiration I've taken. Okay. And what, what kind of bands would that have been? um so like i mean all like the original like emo stuff like a lot of algernon um grown-ups um a lot of stuff that was coming out in philly at the time as well uh was really big for me okay very cool um and who should we go to next let's go helen then lucas um i like specifically remember being a sophomore in high school and driving back on like a school bus from a and what is called indoor drumline. Uh, you don't have that in in the UK. What? No, <laughs> we don't. What, it's not what relevant. Is, oh no, 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 no. To, to us and our audience, extremely relevant. What is indoor drumline? Okay, it is like imagine marching band. You know. You, okay, you know? familiar. Seen uh, it on right. the television. Also, it's very yeah. American. Okay, but there's only drums. And you compete in different high schools to, with to other drum. high schools drummers, yes. Oh. And you do little marching formations in a school gym. <laughs> yes. So that's we were just driving home from a competition, and one of the upperclassmen on the bus showed me the song Clairvoyant by the story so far. Amazing. And I like fell in love with it. And then Spotify just showed me everything else related to that that I started to enjoy amazing so obsessed yeah. i think is this the first one we've had matt where where with spotify's been the the way that we found bands yeah i'm freaking out yeah yeah we're I'm excited. sorry I'm no, no, no 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 we're excited because this was gonna happen eventually and we right. were waiting for the moment when it was gonna happen so we're totally excited about it and we're into it because that's cool. normally we're gonna learn what... we're gonna yeah. learn from the cool kids yeah because that's normally what oh, yeah. we ask next is like how you found music so we know spotify all good um lucas so it kind of depends on what like what emo we're talking here because there's okay. some stuff that i technically discovered earlier on but it wasn't formative to my development as a musician now ah <laughs> right serious. Like, listen, all right when i was in second grade black parade came out yes and okay that was, and i listened to that record all the time as like a little kid but i think the first band that really like showed me what music could do and really made me want to make you know music that was 
you know, more meaningful and visceral was Manchester Orchestra. Ah, oh, yes. So yes, very I remember, excited you said that. Yes, good times. I remember in fourth grade, I was watching um, an offshoot of um, the, M- the channel MTV called okay. MTVU. MTVU was effectively MTV goes to college. And the idea was like, we're going to play artists that you might not know that are kind of doing the college circuit thing. And they had like Asher Roth and a bunch of other people just like in circulation as videos on the shows. And there were a lot of artists who like have been lost to time. But I saw the video to, I saw the video for I've Got Friends in fourth grade on MTVU. And I was hooked immediately. And I wouldn't visit them again until like 2011, 2012. But when I did, I was like, oh, like this is, this is the band. This is, this is my band. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. I remember seeing them on that tour of that record. Never seen anything like it. Just, yeah. That's, that's awesome. I would, I mean, I saw them do the 10th anniversary shows for that record. And I I saw them in Philly and New York. And it was like my favorite shows I've ever seen. They're yeah. just a phenomenal live band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely incredible. Speaking of bands, we like to ask people what their first band was called and what kind of band it was. Now, the Sniggers <laughs> tell me where I should go first. So, I don't know, if Tyler, if you want to kick us off. <laughs> you, kick us off. <laughs> you got it, bud. It's going to be good. <laughs> All right, this doesn't exist anywhere, so it's like I'm not worried about anyone finding this, but it was <laughs> <laughs> so this we would do mostly covers. It was like early high school, maybe even middle school. Feel right audio. That was a band name. Feel was right. right. Was right spelled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, my, right. That was, was gonna be spelled, my question. It was R-I-T-E. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh my god. So good. It's so good. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, I'm gonna tell you mine later, but it's worse than that. So let's go, <laughs> Helen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, my first band was called. I didn't come. I I wasn't in the band when they came up with this name. It was called Crusher. And yes. Yes. Okay. And it started in elementary school. Yes. Wow. It's the reason I play bass. I still have a T-shirt with the logo on it. <laughs> And I'm still very good friends with the band members. <laughs> Incredible. Yes. W- w- was Crush Crusher Crushers? Crusher. Crusher. Was that oh, spelled yeah. correctly? Spelled correctly. Ah, oh, damn it. Sorry, bud. <laughs> like there's so many opportunities to get yeah, like oh, well, other letters in there. But I love it. I love it. Okay, okay, Lucas. Let's bring it I home. Might have, I might have you beat. Okay. Unlike Tyler, there is evidence of this existing on the internet. <laughs> okay. My <laughs> oh, <laughs> prisoners of rock. Yes. Oh my god. We have a winner. We have a winner. Yeah, that's good. Mean. What? You will not was, find it. What was it? Was it with both. a Z? Was it prisoners? No. 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 <laughs> Damn it. That'd be hard. I mean. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of tempted to put an advert out right now for. For players for prisoners of rock, I think, or rocks. In fact, the other two people in the band they saw at a show last night or Saturday. 
Johnny yep. and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Amazing. Very what was weird. yours? Okay, so mine was called Circle, but spelt with an S. Circle. Oh. And like, <laughs> and it was, right, and with the logo was like, um, what do you call it? Like, like a 1960s, like psychedelic type and all the yes. like the things were circles. The letters were circles, but we went with an S rather than a C because a C would have been easier to draw as a circle because it's nearly a circle. But we called it an S, so it was harder. I, I can't explain <laughs> That's it. That's kind of sick. I don't know. Is it? You guys also <laughs> that I feel like that would be a band's name like yeah, right now. Yeah, that might be the most like There is actually um a jazz. If I just waited it out until it's come round again. Yeah, oh, it, honestly it might be cool now. Like You were too ahead of the times. They weren't ready for you back then. They they were not ready for um Nirvana covers. That was basically what it was. <laughs> um, that was yeah. what it was. Did you do psychedelic versions of the Nirvana covers? If, if by psychedelic you mean couldn't play, yes. Sick. Yes, Sweet. that's exactly what it was. Exactly what it was. I can't play this, so I'll just turn more cheap pedals on. That'll that'll <laughs> make it better. Um, it. And um, right, Matt. Matt's getting concerned about time, and he's looking at me. Um, let's. We should play. We we're gonna we're gonna make you pick one of these songs, band songs to play now to end this section with. I'm shoot. I'm I'm admit I'm holding a torch from Man Manchester Orchestra, but I'm happy for you guys to 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 say first what you'd like to play. And, unless Prisoners of Rock are on Spotify, they're not. Damn it! <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Oh, oh wait, we just pick any song. song. Yeah, any song you like. The products on Spotify, we'll we'll throw on it. Uh, all right, I'm gonna do a throwback. The the okay. Manchester song I would love to hear is a song called "The Procession." It was off of their unreleased first album, but they put it onto, uh, like their like that first EP that's on Spotify, and it's pretty sick. Amazing. This is "Procession" by Manchester Orchestra. So when did you guys get together as Carly Cosgrove? Um, like, you're best at telling the story. Yeah, um, Lucas messaged me about it uh, like late winter 2018 okay. and then brought Tyler into the fold a few months later, like probably like late spring 2018. Yeah. Okay. And... Now, this is where it's going to get a bit crazy for a minute. Okay. Because, um, so, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I am. Done a lot of research on this. Hell yeah. All of your song titles are a reference to iCarly or Drake and Josh from Nickelodeon. Is that correct? Yes. You got it. Right. Okay. So, we're going to have a little quick fire round because, as we've already discovered, we're a lot older than you. We also didn't have Nickelodeon when we grew up. And oh, a lot shit. of our listeners will be in the same boat. So you can take turns or you can, yeah. uh, someone can step up to the plate, but we're going to quiz you on this stuff. Um, so first question, what is Nickelodeon? <laughs> it's, uh, it was like, it was like the kids channel when we were younger. Yeah. Um, I understand you guys didn't have it, but like you're definitely familiar with like SpongeBob or like Fairly Odd Parents. Like that, like it was like the 
there was a few channels but nickelodeon was like definitely one of the important like american kids channels it had like a mixture of cartoons and live action shows like comparable to like disney channel was the big the other big one yeah yeah it's like yeah if you're a kid you're watching nickelodeon or disney channel okay fine uh what is drake and josh it is a show about two stepbrothers. Their parents get together, and then they have to live together in the same room. And one is a dork, and then one uh, plays guitar. And obviously, as you can tell, like they shouldn't get along because of those reasons. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, shenanigans ensue. Right, gotcha. Um, what is iCarly? iCarly is a show about a high school, like a group of three high school friends, one of them's name is Carly, who start a web show because they're funny. That is the simplest way. That's about, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. There's also a subplot where she has a brother who's a lot older and is uh, like an artist, a sculptor. And everything he touches sets, gets set on fire. And it's a big part of the yeah, plot. It's a big part of the plot. It is not. <laughs> there's a plot? No, there's a lot of plot. There's a lot of plot. So I, I want to reveal something. Today, I watched an episode of Dan and whatever his name is, Drake and Josh. And, Hell I, watched, yes. and I watched an episode of iCarly. Nice. Yeah, I wish so. Well, I'm glad you asked. So I transcribed both episodes because they made fuck all sense to me. And (laughs) and I wondered if if I could tell you my thoughts and what I saw. Yes. Is that okay? Oh, please. Absolutely. This is great. Okay. Okay, good. So I watched Drake. This is the rest of the interview, by the way. This is the rest of this is the rest (laughs) of our time. This is that's fine. This is all we're gonna do now. Um Drake and Josh, season three, episode one. I did not write down what it was. That's okay. You didn't tell me on the thing. The, the show started with two boys. There was Drake and there was Josh. They were both narrating two sides of the same story. Oh, Does, yeah. They, they all start like, like this? Yeah, it's great. It is great. I enjoyed it. It was funny. They were both saying different things. It made me laugh. They're, the laughter track, wow was not prepared for the canned laughter. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Enjoyed that very much. Also, square. Square aspect ratio. Good times. Sure. Um, the episode starts. Drake and Josh are trying to win a salsa competition, like making salsa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you picked a good, a good episode. A good That's a classic. I did enjoy it. Good. I bet it's a classic. <laughs> because they want to win a 45-inch Yatsubishi TV. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Right? <laughs> Very important that we all knew it was a plasma TV. Sure. Ooh. That felt very, very important. Now, what did the Josh is the one who's a bit rock, right? He had like the, the fringe yeah. and the stuff. And he was wearing like a tight vintage t shirt with old timey writing on it that said pictures of parts of the brain and it had a picture of a brain on it. I don't know if he That's was into the these t shirts. I, I tell you what, I, w- I would buy it now. Loved it. Um, <laughs> sold. Yeah, right. Um, I, my notes say I think he is cool, and I think girls like him. That's what oh I'm yeah, going. that's that was that's the Drake. impression I got. Oh yeah, yeah, that is Drake. Oh, that's Wait, which yeah. one am I saying? 
So so Josh is like nerdy. Yeah, he's like the oh. nerdier one. Drake is like the cool one that gets all the girls. That's a problem for my notes. That's Can, okay. Because the, the other around. one was called the other one. Good times. You described a person. You described him as rock. Is that like a British slang thing? Oh no, like rock and roll. Oh okay. I thought you were saying like <laughs> like that was like a way to like call someone like ugly or something. No, <laughs> a rock. No. <laughs> I was no. not saying that. No, yeah, no. We're gonna turn it into no. a thing now. So, but it is now. Yeah, yeah, for yes. sure. And yeah, I want absolutely. to come to that later when I take us through iCarly because I've got some notes about that. Oh hell. Um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to practice empathy right now by imagining like how you would how i would be tr- attempting to describe a show like it crowd to you yes and... <laughs> yes we can do that later you can call okay. us back next week and yes. we'll, you can just describe the it <laughs> yeah, crowd we're doing, we're doing episode, this every week right i'll watch this one could episode be a feature. of it crowd and i'll come back and i'll and i'll ask about it yeah perfect absolutely perfect um, so their room is enormous that they have like a, a living room in their room yeah that's cool as fuck yeah right now question not all american kids have that room right or is it just no. that? correct good good few there's a millen colon flag in the background sure <laughs> definitely relevant for whatever year this was it was at least 10 years out of date but i love millen colon so very happy to see them that them, them in there now there's a small girl called megan yes yes she is related to one of them She's Drake's younger sister. Excellent. Like, fully biologically. You know, oh, good. Said that, if someone had held a gun to my head and asked me which sibling <laughs> oh. they were Bro. biologically related to, I would not have been able I to. I wonder why that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, because her and Josh are clearly have the more like, right? antagonistic relationship. Yeah. Very, very confusing. Now, that she seems she does pranks right she pranks the boys oh, yeah. that seems to be her thing yeah, now yeah. Th- at some point they go to her room and she has a full like interior social the like security setup with monitors behind a wall of her bedroom right, right. again yeah, now that is in every american bedroom <laughs> thank you for preempting my question very glad that, that was in the, the, the and i agree very happy about that now that cool. that the, they seem to take several days making the salsa, I don't I don't know how long that's actually supposed to take. But the boys want to expose Megan, not like that, and show that she is not a sweet angel. Right? That that's the phrase they used. I didn't understand it either. Okay. They try to show the parents the TV security setup, but when they do, it's not there because she's hidden it behind a secret another secret wall. And then she has a remote control that closes her bedroom door. I thought that was cool. I liked it. Another thing that was weird is the parents walk everywhere together. They enter rooms together. They go other places together. Hmm. Sure. That seemed seemed strange to me. Drake has Drake. No, Drake. No, Josh. One of them has a job at a cafe. But it looks like a bar, but there are only kids in it. Movie theater? Is it a movie theater? Okay. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Was that right? They did not do a wide shot. (laughs) 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 Media literacy here is yeah. You've got it. Establishing shots, ladies and gentlemen, it's important for the first time. Um, they make him wear a red waistcoat from the fifties. Yeah, waistcoat. 
Yep. Right. Now, there's a subplot about Peruvian puff peppers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys are saying, yeah, like, that's a thing. Okay, good. Josh, one of them thinks that's a band name, and I thought, that's a great band name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Goes on my list. Peruvian it would be a good peppers. song title, too. Yeah. Put it out there. Write that one down. We kept it in our notes as a potential <laughs> song the, name. The day that we started Carly Cosby, we were like, we're going to have a song called Peruvian Puff Pepper. Yeah. We just We haven't gotten a song that embodies that amazing name yet. Yeah. Like, it's got to be real hot. It's going to be fire. It's got to be spicy. Yeah, it's going to be spicy. We haven't written the spiciest song we can yet. That song's got to be about at least 30,000 Scoville. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, or featuring Rob Thomas, so we can do it with Santana, and you can get the uh, no, not working. That was a bad no, joke. I'm moving Thomas. on. No, it's Carlos okay. Santana. We don't need we don't need Rob Thomas. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to our manager about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> now, the other thing we learn about the Peruvian puff pepper is that it's illegal in the United States because it causes kidney failure and chapped <laughs> lips. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. So. If you wanted more inspiration for the song, I give you that. <laughs> cool. Such arbitrary symptoms. Illegal in the United States is a really good song name. Yeah. I'd love to write a song that goes with that vibe. For sure. Very excited about that. And Megan wins the TV because the boys cheated with the Peruvian puff pepper. And then the boys have to repaint the kitchen because their salsa exploded and they had to repaint the kitchen. Credits. Classics. That was perfect. Spectacular, right? Loved that. Um, before trying to iCarly, because that's literally going to be all our time, I'm going to make you pick a song that you think of when you hear Peruvian Puff Pepper that isn't smooth by Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana. <laughs> Okay, I thought of I thought of Boys a Liar Part Two by (laughs) by Ice Spice and Pink Panthers because um it's hot as fuck and Ice Spice Spice in the name. I like it. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's my thought. Okay, what I'm going to do is make you introduce it because I definitely did not hear all those words, and then we're going (laughs) to play it if that's all right. Sure. This is Boys a Liar Part Two by Ice Spice and Pink Panthers. Brilliant. We're having we're having such fun, ladies and gentlemen. Um, right. I then typed into my little search engine iCarly, and I thought, why not? Let's do season three, episode one as well. Hell okay. Yeah. So, first notes say the format is a video for a website. Is it YouTube? Interface looks like MySpace point one. Yeah, it's about all accurate. Yeah, I would say. it's yeah. got its own little internet system. Yeah. There are two girls and a boy. I think one is Megan from before is now Carly. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Got it. But there's n- it's not the same universe. No. no. Yeah, different universe, but it like it gives off the vibe that there's a little crossover. Yeah. Like, they they do a little bit of like fourth wall breaking at times. Yeah. Spectacular. You gotta read into the lore. Oh, I, I, have You're not there yet. You're not there I have a quick question. Accurate. The use of the word law has made me more excited than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah, you read about the this. multiverse theories and then come back to me. <laughs> All right, next week. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do the multiverse law theories. It's good. 
So, I have a question before James carries on. Oh, all right. Yes. At what point did you guys regret this association <laughs> with Nickelodeon, <laughs> iCarly, and? Well, it's it's really funny because like <laughs> when we started the band, like I don't know, we we were just we were looking to like jam together. We all had different projects that were like our main projects. So this was supposed to be just like a fun like you know it's like a joke we just like play with our friends um i don't know if we regret it i would say it's definitely <laughs> like an inside joke gone too far yeah um, but like it's now you know it's now our theme like we're we're all in yeah yeah we yeah. kind of are stuck with it uh i think that if i realized we were gonna get to this point as a band maybe there would have been a reconsideration yeah but, but also would we have gotten to this point as a band without it that's the question yeah, that's true. i don't know anyway james we'll check, please continue we'll check the yeah we'll check the multiverse <laughs> for the answer to that question um all is gonna be good right they, they seem to, right in very like foreshadowing they seem to be doing an advert for a product in their videos Excellent to know that advertising is recognized. The product is a fleece sack that you wear. <laughs> it, it, to be honest, it looked toasty. I looked at it and I thought it looks all right. I know what you're talking about. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. I think so. The final like call to action on this thing is sendmeasack.com. Perfection. <laughs> and the tagline is nice sack we know <laughs> like honestly no notes awards all round they ate yeah they yeah, ate. right, <laughs> right? That's it. how did they get away with that on a children's television show they got away Bro, with a lot of things what else is in that show that's oh. not even that bad no we can't there's more we'll get we'll come we're coming to it we're um I, I yes circling back and I've learned now that iCarly is a website. That's what I've learned. So the one they call Spence or Spencer is yeah. he isn't the same human as the as, as the one who plays guitar and drums as the first one. No, he is no, not. but he does play a character in Drake and Josh. Oh. He might not have been in that episode, but he plays a character called Crazy Steve. Mm -hmm. He works at the movie theater with Josh and um, does interesting things. Yeah. I'm absolutely going to watch the rest of the show later. Um, and, but, but right, there's a blonde girl screaming and eating corn on the cob. Did I learn? <laughs> yep. yep. I think I learned her name later. Was Sam? Sam or something? Yes, yep. Sam. Yes. Right. She turns out she hasn't been to the dentist for twelve years. Yeah. Sure. Then Spencer enters. I've written him as Old Josh, which is funny because I think I got his name wrong in the first place. So it should be Old Drake. Anyway, never <laughs> yes, mind. Sure. <laughs> yes. Um now, so he now looks like he listens to Nickelback. That was the sentence I wrote about him. Sure. I mean, I feel like I've done him dirty now, because by the end of the episode, I really liked him. But like he's the best. He's a, yeah. yeah, he's a good character. Yeah. Right. He reveals that his plan for the day is going to prison to teach art. Oh, this, this episode, episode is so good. This is uh yeah, this is an interesting one. Okay, excellent. Uh, then the, the the Carly enters, who I've also written as Megan, and it's really confused. I've written, have we? Are we in an alternative universe? So I'm already yep. in multiverse theories that I'm making myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Spencer is talking to prisoners about emotions. One of the prince prisoners says he feels stabby. Yup. 
That's oh, his emotion. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm definitely trying that one out on my therapist later in the week. That's excellent, and I love it. Um, <laughs> this made well, me like laugh it. much louder than it should have done. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, Josh slash Spencer, Drake slash Spencer, gets attacked a lot. That's what my note says yep. by yeah. everyone. And um, Sam, the blonde one, goes to the dentist and gets put on drugs. She does a I am on drugs acting and say, and which basically means I am really stupid. That's what she did. And I respect her for it. And it was good. Um, turns out while she's on the drugs, she reveals that she kissed someone called Freddie. Yes. Oh. This feels like a cliffhanger from season two. It is. See, watched enough TV to know how this works. Um, <laughs> Carly talks to Spencer about the kiss. Seems to be a big deal. Carly shouts, never tell a girl to calm down. My notes say that's an actual fact and good life advice. Yes. Um, Sam and Freddie, they decided that Sam and Freddie didn't kiss because she also thought she'd lost her thumbs. I, I may have been having a breakdown at this point. I'm hopeful that that, that note actually means something. Um, yeah, that's confusing. Right. Freddie, who is the boy who is their friend, yep. was filming them, who was filming them for the website, is building a hot rod. He seems to be 13. Sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, Carly confronts Freddie. He denies the kiss and badly, and then they wrestle. Okay. Like physically wrestle for a good 10 minutes. <laughs> that's, a <lot. laughs> just, that's a lot just half the runtime of the episode it's just re- 10 minutes of television of them wrestling <laughs> it's yep. really long like uncomfortably <laughs> long and then he ends up on top of her and she says when did you get so strong and he says the same time my voice dropped <laughs> oh yo jokes like that is no a- is very big in iCarly. It's like all jokes that are like slightly a little bit uncomfortable. Yes. Didn't, didn't, I didn't like it. I no. Don't um, back at the house, Carly and Sam fight over the kiss and keeping secrets from best friends. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the, the thing. Mm-hmm. But then Sam reveals that she stole $20 from Carly's purse. That is not dealt with. <laughs> no, the they brush that one off. They brush that off. I think that that's pretty normal in their relationship. So right, yeah. yeah. Like we don't care about thieving, but secrets. Um, yes. the two boys and the girl wrestle again. Hell yeah, sure. Um, and then the prisoners make a giant pair of jeans. <laughs> oh wait, I forgot yeah. about. <laughs> no, they do. Right. With yeah. the Spencer, yeah, and then they try to escape or something. Correct. Right? They've t- they've obviously read about Trojan horses, but they turn the Trojan horse story into the giant genes, and the genes somehow get transported back to the apartment with like five prisoners inside. And Spencer says that he carried it up the stairs. Good for him, but I call bullshit. Those guys are <laughs> massive. <laughs> Spencer has kind of like superpowers, though. Okay. That's absolutely. I'm imagining that's part of the law. Yeah, yeah. yeah, read up yeah. on that. Yeah. Okay, good. Um the prisoners then tie the kids up with duct tape. <laughs> that and is... that's no good. <laughs> <laughs> um 
the, the, the kids are all mad at each other. They promised there will be no more secrets. Spencer runs in because he met a girl at the Armenian bakery across the road. She likes banjo music, so he needs his banjo to impress her. <laughs> Obviously. He does not untie the kids. Yes. <laughs> just, just leaves. Just runs yeah, out the door. All right. And he's gone. Um, the show ends with an advert for iCarly. The two girls say iCarly a lot while standing next to a giant live chicken. Sure. Yeah. Cuts to credits. That's that's about yeah, that's yeah. that's right. That's right. Um We've got seven minutes left, but I feel physically, emotionally, and mentally exhausted. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make you play a song, and then Matt's going to, like, say something. Um, so I think let's choose a song about keeping secrets. A Carly Cosgrove song would be good at this stage, I reckon. Do we have a song about secrets? I don't think we are a very secretive band. <laughs> really thrown on everybody. I don't. Yeah, Ty, you... And I have to pick one of our songs. Okay. You don't have to. No, you can do whatever you like. I have one. Okay. I have. Do you have? You can go. I just have a random song stuck in my head. It's okay. not like I'm ready about. No, <laughs> that's so random. Whatever. Yeah, good. Whatever, right, whatever um, Tyler has in his head, we're playing it. All right. Peaches by the Presidents of the United States. Oh, uh, yes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Now we're in the room. This is our territory. Never saw that coming in one million years. <laughs> yeah, I I'm didn't either. I'm genuinely surprised. Oh, that's, that's a dinger for sure. This is the second time in 24 hours that somebody in my life has brought up the band, the Presidents of the United States. <laughs> as, as they should. Yeah, should happen more often. As they should. Okay, so we're going to go back to, I'm saying 1994, with the Presidents of the United States of America and Peaches played on a two-string git bass and a three-string bass guitar. Okay, I'm with it. Okay. Now, I know that because when I was a kid, I used to religiously read the liner notes of physical CDs, and that's sure. how they described their instruments. And I was that's so cool. fascinated, and I never knew what it was until later. And yeah, they just, that's what they do. They just have like two strings on the guitar. And Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's all you need. But look, it's right. a really amazing. James, oh, James shut enough. Shut up, enough. Shut up. Come on. Let's talk about this album. <laughs> He's left. <laughs> He'd be talking about bass guitars for 10 minutes. So. See you in chemistry. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about Nickelodeon anymore. Let's let's okay. move on from that. <laughs> um, when when did you write these songs? Um, they were written like honestly, some of the songs were written right before the album came out. Some of the songs were written over the course of two years before that. Um, yeah, I would say the two years leading up to the album. So all of the all of COVID, pretty much, we were writing these. Nice. And you worked with Joe Reinhardt, is that right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, for people that don't know, Foxin, Modern Baseball, Hop Along, amongst others. Um, how did you, how did that come about? Well, our label, uh, Wax Bodega, I believe, had a, a connection with him and they recommended us going to his studio. 
um it ended up working out really nicely yeah. we were already pretty big fans of all his work i mean yeah um like i personally like listened to his bands growing up so i knew that when we would go in the studio with him like it would be a good experience and was it yeah it was great it, it was <laughs> <a> dream <laughs> no he was a lot of fun to work with nice nice um and what is the album about lyrically it's don't say i carly well, you'll set of... james off again <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like wields a narrative of like kind of coming to the realization that personal growth is an ever like evolving process and not a there's no like end point to it and it also kind of touches on the parts of personal growth that are less um glamorous you know it's not so much the victories as it is the valleys and i realized when we were talking to our tour manager in this last tour we did uh she said something that i was like that's the record I was like, damn you, you nailed it which was um growth is almost never comfortable get that tattooed <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> And after we finished writing the record, I also listened to the song Ball Game by Kevin Devine and realized he had made the entire record in like one song. <laughs> Pretty much. Gosh, gosh. <laughs> no, um, yeah. Yes. Then there's a couple of like tangents here and there. And I, I, I kind of talk about how the theme relates to, um, you know, like commitments, how that relates to, you know, becoming, you know, a band that people care about how it relates to, you know, like, you know, where I was at in life with, you know, family, friends, loved ones, school, work, ever, anything. One thing I was surprised when I first listened to album, which probably no, fucking amazing. <laughs> fucking okay. amazing, guys. Seriously good. Um, listen to the album. Do my little bit of googling as you do, bit of stalking. Couldn't believe there was only three of you. The sound you make, and from what I've seen on live, um, on the YouTube, it sounds like way more people. How do you do that? Saw this guy. <laughs> Plays four um, guitars at once. Yes. So uh, it's it's a pseudo jazz background first but it's also a disdain for um one note at a time writing if i can help it right my idea is like if i the more strings i can play the better the more notes i can have moving in a melody the better so when i'm writing you know songs i'm not thinking so much about chords as i am like how do i like create a lead line out of this and have like one note kind of rise above the others is like this is the note that's kind of creating the melody in the guitar and so everything that i'm doing and everything that i'm writing goes into that you know kind of mission statement especially for this last record wow and singing on top of that you're some and sort singing. of I, jedi I... <laughs> <laughs> and playing the pedal board that's the that's the most fun because i i'm also the other thing i'm doing is i'm simulating it like with through like i guess my live rig 
I'm doing it as if it's two guitar players playing the same part out of different rigs. So I'm turning amps on and off. I'm, you know, sending certain things to certain places and not other places. Like it's a whole lot of Yeah. Lucas does like live a lot of people don't like realize this until they come to the show, but like Lucas does like live panning while we're playing. Like it's not like a we have like a front of house person doing it. Like everything you hear is just coming off the stage. Oh, that yeah, is impressive. We're, we're gonna totally pretend we understood every word of that. <laughs> Wicked. Think we got it. Think we got it. Different things going to different places makes different sounds. Nice. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's yeah. That's my understanding, at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've discussed this on the podcast before, but it's it's nice to be able to tell you to your faces. Um, no idea. Cloud block. <laughs> Cloud block into headaches. The greatest track into track transition in emo. Fact. In emo. Hell yeah. That's, Damn. That's high yeah, no, no other yeah, music. Yes, but no, definitely. We we really like doing them back to back. That like little run is is so fun to play. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know if I would agree with it like the best in emo in general, but I agree that I really like that part. That's one of my favorite. Interesting. No, I told Interesting. you it's a fact. It's, no, no, we're, yeah, and we're circling back. If it's not the best, what is? Um, um, wait. I could actually tell you the best transition. Oh, it's, on, I, I don't know the song names, but it's the first track into the second track of Glockamora's Just Married. I knew he was going to say that. That transition is just like so fucking cool. I literally knew you were going to say that. Yeah. yeah I mean, that album, that album flows very nicely in general. Yeah. It's, that's Die Angry into Irrevocable Motherfucker, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, many words. <laughs> I, I, I think you do it better. Thank you. Appreciated. Just take, just take the uh, compliment. <laughs> yeah, you're still trying you're trying to think of more aren't you you're like there must be more <laughs> i i fully accept the compliment in fact i personally in the band came up with that just so you guys know did you <laughs> yep it was all me uh do you always play those songs back to back in live no no, no? Well, <laughs> well headaches is one of the more popular ones from the album and cloud block is not <laughs> Um, so on our most recent run, we, um, did, when we would play Headaches, we would do the latest single that we just did, Don't Like the Swing Set, into Headaches. Um, because we are also limited, um, with, sure. like, things and stuff. The other okay. thing with that, which is, it's funny, is Headaches is, of the two, probably the more popular, but also the more vocally demanding. Yeah. So there were shows early on where we'd have it planned that we do cloud block into headaches. And then we, I, before the day I'd like assess my voice and be like, I'm not feeling it today. I don't think I can do it. And we just play cloud block. <laughs> yeah. And people, but, you know, you gotta, you gotta oh, think about it. People would be out. They'd be like, ah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just okay. end with cloud block and then say, good night. Thank you. <laughs> walk off. Yeah. I'd be fuming. Buzz <laughs> in the crowd. It's it's so funny because headaches is like one of those songs that unfortunately we just can't play every night because it's so demanding. But then sometimes <laughs> I feel like when we do play it, people will be like, "Oh, but you didn't play this song." So yeah. it's like it kind of you know what I mean. I, I feel like I feel like it's one of those things where it's like 
you can't make everyone yeah happy. you get what you get yeah you get what you get that's also a good tattoo and you don't get upset it's true <laughs> some people they will still get upset. or if you're if you're if we're going for um i guess the, the more british thing you can't always get what you want nice but if you try sometimes <laughs> <laughs> you might find you get what you need yeah good times we we have to sing that every monday at four o'clock that's the rule in britain <laughs> now Right, how are we doing for? We're, we got like yeah, we got like we got like two minutes, or something five minutes, three minutes, something like that. So we should probably find a way to wrap wrap up with, with well, you guys. Should we should we play a quick song and then James, you can kind of finish up for us. Oh, well, I'm, uh, all yeah. right. Don't Have you got like means, a, sure. a favorite song from the album we can play? Us. Mm. Yes. If we we make I them think... play the eight minute song, yeah. do it, do it, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, well, yeah, we will. I mean, we don't care. Yeah, we also were just talking about headaches. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be down with headaches. Yeah, let's make headaches more popular so that we have to play it more and we ruin Lucas's voice even more. You're gonna give me nodes. You're gonna give me nodes. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Well, this is Headaches by Carly Cosgrove. Okay. So, um, last two minutes, well, we, before we say cheerio, um, is what's coming up for you guys? Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? And can you please come to the UK soon? We're, we're trying. Um, <laughs> we have a few like one-off shows this summer. We're playing Pugfest in Detroit. Um, and by the time this podcast comes out, it will be announced they're also doing a Chicago and a Pittsburgh date with that. Um, we're playing the fest in Gainesville, Florida in October. And then, um, yeah, we're doing some cooking. A little cooking in the, in the, the yeah. practice space. A little cooking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not salsa. Not, no, not, not no, cooking no. that. No. Yeah. yeah, they're illegal in the states. Right. Um, we do have a show on May twenty sixth. Also, which comes out before then. Yeah, which may be sold out by the time this comes out. True. So, if it isn't sold out yet, <laughs> it will be very. It'll soon, probably be sold out soon. <laughs> wherever you are, buy tickets. <laughs> if you're in the UK, buy tickets to this show. Yes, it will gonna, sell out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna scalp tickets to our own show and sell them at 400 <laughs> percent that's fucking lit <laughs> amazing um thank you so much for coming on the podcast and listening to me tell you about two episodes of tv it <laughs> well. was great yeah no yeah Good. thank you guys i really Good. got the imagery it's a pleasure that is what i work hard to do um thank you so much um, very excited for you coming back and um, watching, telling us about an episode of the IT crowd. Um, yeah. Cannot, cannot <laughs> wait for that. Thanks, and we should, we should pick a song to go out on. Um, again, this could be one of your songs or somebody else's songs. Our prompt that we've written down is, but we can't talk about this, but like favorite song to play live. Huh. Oh, um, we that? we all have different ones. I would say. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I would say like my favorite song on this last run was our song off of our first EP, "You Ate My Enchiladas." Um, Hit it. I love yeah. playing that live. I yeah, that was just that was that's always a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I can't find my notes. I had a note about the lyric because I loved it, but I can't find it. 
never mind. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> okay. Um, this ah oh, yeah, never mind. You ate my enchilada by Carly Cosgrove, and like that they were gone. It was it was fast. It that was, was fast wild. Paced. Yeah, I felt I felt I felt like I was working for it. <laughs> I felt like we we and we suspected this. We had way too many notes. Yes, so many, so many. I almost feel like um, we need to, like, next time or something, when we do another nonsense episode, just, like, go through these questions and answer them ourselves. We could do a couple now. <laughs> do you want to do that? The thing, about you... the, the thing about the enchilada that I couldn't find, but I found, of course, the minute they disappeared, and now I've lost it. Now I've lost it in my notes. Um, okay. so the so the the they've got the the line from the song is this is not what I wanted I wanted more cut off my friends with a scissor Drew Barrymore so in the unhinged genius annotation that I found the the sentence is scissor kind of sounds like scissor <laughs> Correct, emo it does facts my <laughs> facts. But this is about S Z A. Scissor. Scissor, right? And Drew Barrymore by Scissor is canonically one of the songs that all of Carly Cosgrove enjoys. We were going to ask right. about that. James, that's me, had literally never heard of Scissor. I've never heard of Scissor. Nothing. She's got 67 million monthly listeners on Spotify. Who's Scissor? Correct. Um, and I liked it. I listened to the song. I enjoyed it. And it makes perfect sense that they all like it. In, why? Vibes. What? It's vibes. It's got like how do low I not, emo vibes. How do I not know what this is? Don't know, mate. Should I'm we listen to it? Should we put it on the, the podcast for everyone to listen to? The, the, uh, who is this person? Um, I've we, never heard of her in my life. Okay, well, let's all learn together. This is Drew Barrymore by Scissor. Well, I don't really understand what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so confused. I don't know. Apparently, all the members of the band like that song. That's it. That's the thing. Got it. So, and like I listened to it and I thought it makes sense because for somehow that sounds a bit like their music. Can't tell you why or how, but it kind of does. Okay. Yeah, I'm not hearing that. Okay. That's but just... it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was uh had a nice groove to it. Um I had a um a question that I wanted to ask them. Yeah. Like right, ladies and gents, when 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 we write interviews and I hope I hope it's when anyone who does interviews writes interviews, they often often or sometimes ask questions that they already know the answer to yeah most of the time we do that yeah that's true <laughs> yeah that's true um although we do actually go out of a way to try and find questions that we don't know the answer to because that's our vibe and feedback says that people like that yes guess feedback says we like it or what we do is we find a question that we know the answer to and we ask it as a is it true and why like yeah. I've noticed we do that a lot. 
But one thing that we didn't get round to asking them um, was the whole fuck Dan Schneider thing. <laughs> yeah, we didn't ask. So, like, on on their band camp, all it says, or the first line is, fuck Dan Schneider. And yep. then there's, like, at live shows, people, like, chant it and stuff. Oh. Um, and it's, like, this whole thing. And I didn't really know what the thing was. Um, uh, but, um, so, apparently, he's the guy that created these shows that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. at length um <laughs> he's the guy that created it but he was accused of having angry outbursts on set and mistreating some of the young stars so he's a bad man allegedly allegedly um and it also should note from another interview with carly cosgrove the band does not approve of him Strong, strong that, words. That's that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would also have liked to ask about that. Um, don't know anything else, man. I wanted to ask about how they write the songs, but yep. with the the answers that your man gave was in technical words. I understood most of it. Did you? Yeah, Flew I thought out, he like... was. At first, I thought he was talking about like using loop pedals and stuff. Yeah, but he wasn't right. It's like two. No. Oh, I understood the bit about the amps. That made sense. But I, I, I assumed it was something similar, some sort of similar gadget, gadget, gadget tree. Well, no, because he's saying he was saying the thing about like all the notes. Oh yeah, I ain't fucking clue about that. Bit. Yeah, pseudo jazz. <laughs> I guess the best thing we can do is encourage people to go and look them up on YouTube. Yeah, do that. Or obviously I d- get I need to a to show. But, or, but, as um, they said, buy a ticket for a show in another country that you can't attend. Yeah. Um, or get them over here. Somebody book them. I don't know how it works. But Wayne's World 2 taught me, if they taught Wayne's World taught me anything, if you book them, they, they will come. come. Mm. Yes, they will. um lovely chat though i really enjoyed them um we had so many questions hopefully maybe we'll get them on another time um when they're not so tight for time i mean if we could will they come back will they come back and will i mean if i had to right so if they would come back and try and explain an episode of the IT crowd to us. That would be it would be one of my best moments of my life. The particular one I think I'd like is the one where the guys pretend that they rented the internet for a day. <laughs> and it's just a box with a flashing red light on top. That's yeah, that's the that's a that that that's a particularly good one. Um or any of the ones that are about like British like drinking at work culture because like trying to explain that to other people is always bonkers or i'd love them to um just because i watched it the other night get them to watch an episode of only fools and horses important that could be our new thing we'll get american young american bands yeah to watch british 
Yeah. Bitcoms. Yeah. And then report back to us. Yeah. Therefore. Um yeah, absolutely one foot in the grave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My family. Yeah. Uh birds of a feather. Yeah. Never to that one. Um Black Adder. Uh, it's yeah. just naming sitcoms that Red Dwarf. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some others do have them. toe Yeah, we could do. This I like. Night. Yeah, I like him for some reason. I always reference Steptoe with my dad because I feel like my dad is becoming um a sort of a hybrid of uh both Steptoes, young and old. <laughs> Did you know that um Jennifer Lopez is older than um. Victor Meldrew in the first episode of One Foot in the Grave. Yeah, there's a Twitter account, isn't there? That when celebrities get to older than Victor Meldrew, they <laughs> post a picture to celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> if you could send any band in the world an episode of yeah. One Foot in the Grave with the idea of them to then report back their thoughts on it, which band would you choose? I mean, Carly Cosgrove would be absolutely okay. But, other than but Carly Cosgrove, other than Carly Cosgrove, it's a great question. It's a really good question. I'm trying to think who would have like a real like maybe like a friend of the show, somebody who we've interviewed before, um, or like who... a hardcore band or something. <laughs> Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory. That's who I would get to talk about. Yeah. And then they could do yeah, the theme, the theme tune for their. Next That's what I was thinking on the exactly radio. What I was thinking, <laughs> what I was thinking is right. It's a new podcast. It's called like Brit Found Glory or something, <laughs> and we get Found <laughs> Glory to um, watch British sitcoms and record a cover of the theme tune. And the way it works is. We do like we talk to them about the thing for half an hour with the show, and then afterwards they do a live performance, like a chat show. They like walk over to the side, and there's like all their instruments and do the thing, and show. they and they have to do the thing song. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that is way better than our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How can we make that happen? If anyone can make that happen, write us an email. Any band. doesn't matter how big you are, how small you are, if, you, if anyone knows who you are, if anyone cares who you are. Yeah. If you yeah. can do that. Yeah. If you you're have, in. Yeah, exactly. If you have the capability of live recording cover versions. Or they could just like, we could, they could, they could do a recording of the song and we can just play it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's fine. fine. So the but you have American band, whatever any band, any well, let's you know any let's band. not get greedy. But we but who's gonna do? All right, all right. We're gonna think about this some more. We're gonna think about this some more. But if you're a um, if you're band and you're keen, follow us, uh, emo dad podcast, Instagram, do that. Send us an email. Um, and we'll make it happen, and make it happen. You can also buy some of our merch. That's that, that's a thing you can do. Have you started? You can the, also, the yeah, I was trying to get it in. I was trying to get it in before he played something. Fuck, he got me. Spectacular. <laughs> um, you might, you should face the truth. 
Great Emo Dad podcast on Spotify. All the four, less than six. Those are the rules. Follow us on Instagram. Send us an email. Buy some merch. Tip jar. Yeah, you heard. We don't make any money out of this. Listen to this sound effect. This is all we've got, man. We have got too many miles on the clock. So leave us money in the tip jar. Todd Liberoil for our joints. Um, go to the Discord, meet some friends, talk about British theme songs that you know and have a lot of fun because we've all got one foot in the grave. What? To be honest, I've had enough and I need to be put to bed because I'm a very old man. What is he doing? Is this the actual theme song? Yeah. Why is Victor Meldrew talking while I'm talking? He's like, get him off. He's like rapping over it. Get him off. He can't let you listen to it because they'll have to pay royalties. Get him off. Get rid of Meldrew. Have enough of it. Get him off. <laughs> oh, how do we do this? We, one minute we're interviewing Carly Cosgrove. Next minute we're pissing about with one foot in the grave. Theme tunes. I mean, it's it's all massively on brand for us. Um, right, let's get out of here. What um, you got a song? To play us out, Mister Buck. Yeah, should we go for the eight minute minute eight minute one? No, they didn't. They played it earlier. No. Oh, they bottled it. Oh, did they? Oh, well, time for the eight minute one then. Um, yeah. Uh, so thank you for listening to this absolute fucking chaos. I've been Matt. I've been James. And this is See You in Chemistry by Carly Cosgrove. <laughs>